Welcome to the Radical Christian Life with Doug and Paula. We're so excited as we discuss what it looks like to live the radical Christian life, following Jesus no matter the call, no matter the cost. Yeah, so let's get to it. Welcome back to the RCL. Well, we think that as we end out our little series on the names of God, that we can't do any better than talking about the name that is above all names, and that is the name of Jesus. Yes. So this is a fun podcast because I'm so excited to do it as I was just reading about it and studying and um, should warn the listeners, okay, I have a cough. And I've have a tendency. <laughs> I've been noticing when I've been giving lectures and talks recently that I'm trying to talk while coughing at the same time, <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't go. So if you hear this, the sudden break and me moving away, and it's okay, a cough so in the background. Conf- so I'm just warning, yeah. yeah. Confession time here. We were sitting on the couch, and Doug was coughing and talking at the same time. I said, "Can you either talk or cough, but not yeah. both at the same yeah, time?" So there's your warning. But anyway, yeah, but, yeah. but I'm super excited. I'll talk a lot. I'll talk quick and I'll talk fast <laughs> because uh, this is just a great thing to talk about because we you know we were asked and when we talk about the names of god what about the names of jesus we've been Mm -hmm. asked that question a lot Mm -hmm. uh nobody wrote that to us but we've been asked that over the years and about the names of jesus because when you think about the names of god you always think of the old testament names yeah yeah we do we tend to do which which are the ones we brought up yeah but today we're going to talk about jesus remember that one and only remember that there was a famous poster uh what, 20 years ago, 30 years ago? I mean, it just seemed like. I don't know. Time seems rather I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go five 50, years and then yeah. I'm like, oh, that was like yeah. 40 years. Yeah. Uh, so, but the, it was real popular. Almost every church had it somewhere in their Sunday school mm. rooms or somewhere. Uh, it had the names of Jesus. And oh, I think yeah. it was called the I am. I think it was called the I am uh, statement. That probably sounds right. Yeah. It was like a, it was a gradient of colors. Yeah. And at the top it said, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. And then it had like different names of Jesus in yeah. it, didn't it? It was it? all colored. And then yep. in the middle, it had in white, I am. Yeah. Well, I went and grabbed some of those names that were on that poster because it just was so yeah. impactful to me. And uh, yeah. So yeah, like we, chief cornerstone. Yeah. So when you think about that, that's who Jesus is. He is the cornerstone. Anybody knows about building the cornerstone is the most important stone. Yeah. Right? The word of yeah. life. Wait a minute, we're, I'm still on Cornerstone. No, I'm, I'm I'm giving them to you quick. No, I want to talk yes, about them. you get okay. 30 seconds on each one. How about <laughs> I'm going to time okay. you. <laughs> advocate, there, there you go. I'm turning the tables. Oh, well, that's yeah, that's right. He advocates for the Father um, like in a courtroom. Yeah, He's shep- for our defense. Eh, time up. Shepherd and Bishop of Souls. <laughs> Are those yeah. one name? I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah, the the, the good shepherd, yeah, uh, those yeah. names, the Messiah, who lays down his life for the sheep. Yeah, there's just all these great yeah, the names. The Morning Star. Yeah, I guess you didn't want to go through my exercise of going through them all and talking about. I didn't so anyways, realize we'll that's focus what you more to do. on. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> but they're all these great names. But my yeah. my critique of the poster is I wouldn't have put I am in the middle. Now, of course, it's great because I am, when Jesus says, I am, and they picked up stones to kill him in John 5, 8, 58, because they knew he was identifying themselves with the God of the Old Testament, making himself to be God. And so they yeah. got really upset. So I see yeah. why they put that they in the middle. They knew in a deeper way, um, because of their Jewishness, what he was saying. Yeah. What would you put in the middle? Um, I would maybe stick with his real name. Jesus. Yes. Yes. Good. You win. <laughs> you won? win the prize. Okay, yes. Good. Yes. This is, good. Yes. Uh, I have no prize for you. But anyways, <laughs> good job, honey. Uh, you are the prize. Oh, there you, you the go. Prize. Great word. So, 
Side note, we do that a lot. We compliment and speak words of life to each other. You want a good mm. relationship with your kids, with your spouse, with your parents, with neighbors, coworkers, speak life, just be kind. Just We still say please and thank you all the time to yeah. each other. So yeah. anyways, that's a little side note. So <laughs> thank you for demonstrating that. A little that. life in the margin yeah. note. But I would put Jesus in the middle and why? Well, to me, it's so clear in Philippians 2, 5 through 11. It just explains why Jesus' name should be in the middle of all his names mm. as the main one. Mm. Want to read it? Yeah. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason also, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of those who are in the earth and those in heaven and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Yeah, that's what you said at the beginning when we talked about the name. You said it's the name above all names, and that's yeah. why it should be in the middle. It is the name. It is. We're, I mean, all the other names are great, but you're not going to bow down to the good shepherd. You're not mm. bowing down. You're bowing down to the name of Jesus. Yeah. And I love to just remind people, you're going to confess Jesus as Lord one day. Why not do it this side of eternity? Yeah. That's the point. So, yeah. And oh. so I think it's really fitting that we end out our series on mm -hmm. this name. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I actually nerded out and did some research and it was fun. I wrote actually a big threat. We have a family text with all our kids and in-laws and that on. And I wrote this, uh, did my research for this and, and I wrote a big long text about, cause we have a son named uh, Jesus. And so uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. And, and basically it's like, yeah, dad's nerd out, nerded out. And I'm like, not only a nerd out, I get to share it on the podcast too. So share it with my family and my the podcast friends. So thank you for listening to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, many people, well, I shouldn't say some people might know this. Some people might not, but Jesus's name in Hebrew is Yeshua mm -hmm. and Yeshua equals Jesus. Yeah. And the root is Yesha which means like to rescue or deliverance or salvation. So we've talked about this before when we talked about in absurdity in the flesh, yeah. that it's his name is God is salvation. It was fun learning Arabic because Arabic and Hebrew are Semitic languages mm -hmm. and very parallel. And they have the three consonant, uh, every word, almost every, there's always exceptions, right? But almost every word has a three root consonant, three consonant root. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the yay the sh and the uh, uh, yeah, yeah those three um the, the roots and the root that root comes from the verb yeah like you said to rescue or to deliver and so isn't that so cool yeah god is so cool yeah yeah <laughs> like it's just nothing's by accident you know yeah. i just love that now now the great question is how did we get from yeshua to jesus that I don't is know. A great question. It's Greek so, to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly right. So ding 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 ding. I and, won. And, it's, yes. it's Greek. Yes. Yeah. So Yeshua, they translate it in the Greek as Jesus. Okay. And so why? Well, it's uh, the parallels. So you got the Ye. Well, they have that sound in, in um, Greek, Ye. So Jesus. But they didn't have the sh. They don't have a sh sh sound. They just oh. had the s. So that's where they it became Jesus and not Yeshush. You know, Yeshua. 
And so, huh. and then I want to put a quick, I won't jump in on this, no, I just nerd, about on translations. Can oh. I just say why? Okay. Let me finish it. And then, okay. I, yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. And then the S at the end, which is not in the Hebrew, but it's because of Greek grammar. You have to have the S and Oh. Yeah, so that's how, and then in the, you know, in the, the Latinized version of the Greek changed the ya to ja, like the French, you know, the, the, so it became, so Jesus, it became Jesus, Jesus. So that's ah. how Jesus coming through the Greek, through the Latin to the English is Jesus, but Yeshua. Wow. And you still have those cult figure people running around saying, you shouldn't say, I actually read this. Okay. Sorry. Huh. You wanted to talk, but I just, no, it's okay. Throw this out, Cause I just <laughs> thought this is. You can find conspiracy theories about everything. Oh my goodness! There, are, there's groups out there on the internet who are saying, advocating, don't say Jesus, don't call him Jesus. Hey, say Yeshua, because Jesus is Greek and and because it was Jesus, it, it has the idea of Zeus in it, the Greek oh, god. And that's what. And so they're oh, come <laughs> on, people can find the silliest oh, things gosh. that start a conspiracy yeah, about or a cult. Yeah, so, no anyway. kidding. Yes, but. A, a little word on translations that I just think is really interesting when we talk about this, because that's kind of what we're talking about. Um, translations aren't necessarily word for word or mm -hmm. letter for letter. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you switch them to other languages, if you're trying to stick in, you know, to the to the language that they are part of, then, you know, you don't have that. For instance, when we lived in, in the Arab world, they don't have a P in Arabic that doesn't exist. So people could say, Paula, but they couldn't say the P very mm -hmm. well if they were pure Arabic speakers because yeah. it's not a, you know, it's not, not a, a sound. sound they say, yeah. So my name was Bolla, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to tell you what that means. They would it's say, yeah, <laughs> they would substitute a B sound for a P sound. So it wasn't you Pepsi. You did that backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Pepsi. So yeah. you weren't Paula, you were Bolla. Yeah. And Bol means. Don't tell what it yeah, means. It does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Write us and we'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So, great it, so there was a reason that we changed my name when yeah. we lived over Amira, there. But princess. the whole point of that is like, that's, it's common for this to happen. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It wasn't uncommon. When you translate, this is mm -hmm. what happens. Yeah. So that's how we got Jesus from Yeshua. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, let's skip that part. I don't want to talk about the more Hebrew. I don't think, but it, look, so here, let's get, let's get where it gets interesting. I thought I knew the Bible, but I learned something new. Oh, You're always you learning that? something new. You're never going to after master Dr. the Bible. Doug, yeah. learn something new. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Don't ever get arrogant thinking, oh yeah, I know the Bible. No, yeah. you don't. You're still going to discover <laughs> yeah. and learn things. It's the eternal book. And that's yeah. what's so great about it. But most people know Yeshua comes from Joshua. Mm -hmm. It's the it's the Jesus is the Greek version of Joshua, mm -hmm. and so uh, Yeshua, and right. But if you look in the Hebrew Bible, you read the Hebrew Old Testament. It's not Yeshua. If you read, it's Yehoshua. Oh, Yeshua? No, it's Yehoshua. The plot Ye yeah, Yehoshua. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what is that all about? Well. That's the formal name of Joshua. That's what Joshua, but around the time of the um, exile and, and the return of the exile, Nehemiah, Ezra, that period, and the prophets say, and that, that yeah, yeah, they shortened Yehoshua to Yeshua. And you can see this for those who are listening to this and they want to nerd out like I did and study <laughs> it. I mean, just open your Hebrew, open, a, you can go online and type Hebrew Bible transliteration and they'll put you know, the by the English and the Hebrew next to each other huh. and go to the book of Joshua and just look at his name and just look at the lettering and you'll see there's a, 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 a vowel there and Yehoshua, 
But then if you look at Nehemiah 8.17 or some of the other passages, because 28 times the shortened form is given, Yeshua. Huh. So it means the same thing. It's this, yeah. but, but it was just a fascinating thing. So 218 times you see the name Never Joshua used it. in Hebrew as Yehoshua, but 28 times it's given the abbreviated form Yeshua. And in the New Testament, they went with the shortened form Yeshua. And if you read a Hebrew Bible New Testament now, it's Yeshua. It's not Yehoshua. Huh. Except for in Hebrews 4, 8. <laughs> I told you I nerded <laughs> out on this. Except in Hebrews 4, 8, when they're talking about, not Jesus, but they're talking about the Old Testament Joshua, they say Yehoshua. Oh. So it's just it's just a fascinating, fun read. Oh, wow. And what does it mean? It means our son is vindicated. <laughs> that's what this means. So that's just the, to, you want to tell them why I wrote the family thread? Because I was how we named our son. Well, you said our son's name was Jesus. Yeah. So, so what is it? No, you explain it. Well, what didn't you name him? It's your son too, <laughs> isn't it? I was there. I, I believe saw him. it yeah. is. Exactly. Yes. No question. His is name my is Joshua. Son. It's Joshua. <laughs> yeah, which is Jesus, the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. Joshua. But our son started calling himself Josh and being the great proud parent that I am, I said, I named you. I'll call you what I want. So I've always still always call him Joshua. Yeah, and you're like, no, I'm go by Josh. I was like, no, you're, you're, you know, and then I'm like, no, you're, you're, you're cutting off the main part. Know. You know, Yeshua, it's about <laughs> salvation. Cause that's what it means. The Lord is salvation and give yep. the full name. And now I realize he's vindicated because <laughs> Yeshua is literally Josh. Jesus was called <laughs> Josh Ben Joseph. That's what his name would have been. Josh, the son of Joseph. You know, he was the shortened form. It means the same thing. Yeah. And I just thought, so my son is vindicated by going oh. by Josh now. So we had a fun family. No, thread. Joshua, you aren't. Yeah. Calling you Joshua. <laughs> so. I gave birth to you. I can call you what I want to call you. <laughs> anyway, so if you have a son named Joshua and he wants to go by Josh, he's just following <laughs> Jesus. So cut him some oh, slack. Oh, man. So, okay. But the point is, and what, okay, here it goes a little more fascinating in my research. So... And the inscriptions found in writings, just common documents and that, in the, new, in the Second Temple period, Jesus' time, around the time of Jesus in Palestine, you rarely find any inscriptions with the name Yehoshua, with the formal name Joshua. Hmm. But you find a lot Yeshua. Hmm. It was the common name. So Josh was the common name that was being used. And wow. Josephus, the famous, uh, the famous Jewish writer of antiquities, he he uses he, he uses twenty different. There's twenty different people named Yeshua in in his writings. Mm. So it's a common and name. they're not all referring to the Jesus we're talking about. No, no, that's twenty different people. Yeah, right. In fact, the New Testament, two other people are named Jesus. There's Jesus Justice in Colossians mm-hmm. one four, and there's Bar Jesus, son of Jesus, in uh, Acts thirteen six. And again, this is Yeshua. This is Josh. And so. Um, I love that because what it's telling us is it's a common name. Mm. You know, in our day and age, you know, like, oh, there's Sir Gilead. Gilead? 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 <laughs> Gilead? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm thinking of Monty Python or something. <laughs> no, right I was there. just thinking. Oh you know, my people gosh. are like, who's Monty Python? Yeah. yeah go Google it. But, anyways, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, with some fancy name, you know, Sir William, you know, Sir, some high sounding name. No, Jesus' name was Bob. <laughs> I love the okay, name. Bob. Okay, so wait I a love minute. The name you Bob. just you do. Yeah. Uh, so you just threw everybody off. Now yeah, what? No. His name is Bob or Mike or Jeff. Just a common name. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Name. That uh, that other people had. So 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I said. His name was literally Josh Barjoza. He was, uh, when I think about this, I kind of think like he was a person of the people. Yeah. He wasn't set apart. Yeah. You know, thank you. God, <laughs> Bring it down. I got okay. Well, there you yeah. go. Bring it no, to I love real it. life. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But, it, you know, one pastor has said it like this we can relate to Jesus because he refused to be a statue in a cathedral or a priest in an elevated pulpit. He chose instead to be a man, a common man with a common name, Jesus. Yeah. And that's the point. I love that. And let's not, you know, that just makes us look at him a little bit different, doesn't it? The humanity, the humanity, fully God, fully man. Yes. And, uh, and not, yeah, he didn't come to be some highfalutin priest, you know, that everyone came and, you know, served him. No, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. He was yeah. a man of the people. And yeah, I just love that. So, and yeah. let's not miss the meaning. Okay. We said Jehovah saves, Yahweh mm-hmm. saves. When we mm-hmm. talked, you listen to our earlier podcast, the, the name Yahweh and the divine name. Yeah. yeah. And just, and since we just came out of the Christmas season, um, I'll read out of Matthew one twenty one. She meaning Mary will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. This is Gabriel talking to Matthew. And that's what is He told Joseph, call him Jesus. Mm-hmm. Why call him Yeshua? Why? Mm-hmm. Cause the meaning he's going to save his people. He's a savior. He's going to save them from their sins. Yeah. And that's so important. You know, this word Jesus saves, and what does that mean? It's, uh, I like the meme where it says, there's a meme out there, Jesus saves, and it shows Jesus sitting there cutting coupons, you know. Oh, my god! Or you've ever seen, you can buy a <laughs> Jesus bank, you know, a little uh, statue of Jesus. I think you put the money in a little rock, you know, like he's down the, <laughs> stand, sitting by a rock, and it says Jesus saves oh to save gosh. your money. <laughs> But that, <laughs> but that's how the world thinks. You know, there's a bumper stick. You know, Jesus saves. You know, and cuts coupons. Christian too. clutter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what does that mean? It's just yeah. a cliche word now. But we have to go back. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not about Jesus rescuing your finances or saving you from your marriage or your. You know, those are fine things. Jesus don't. But that's not what it says. He shall save his people from what. From their their sins. sins. From our sins. Yeah. We have to understand that's what he's saving us from because it's our sins. Isaiah 59 is so good. Your sins have made a separation between Mm. you and your God. Yeah. It's our sins that have separated us from God. has caused the eternal chasm that we can't bridge by good works, but only by Jesus saving us from our sins. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it's 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 not only about his name, is it? It it is who he is. Yeah, he is his name. Literally, names mean something. They you do. named people according to the giving that name a meaning to the person. Yeah, and that's so important. And yeah, that's who Jesus is. Yeah, yeah. And so when we when we think about that, think about that the savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the savior component. Yeah, you know, saves because we just I don't know. Sometimes I think we just kind of take that for granted, yeah. right? Yeah, I love. Uh, X four twelve. Mm-hmm. I we had a business in our city that we grew up in. Uh, SD Meyer. Shout out to SD Meyer. If you live in Talmadge, Ohio, <laughs> and you drive down uh, was that right. South Avenue off the Circle in Talmadge, Ohio, you'll see the big that. corporation, and on it, it had SD Meyer's, and then above it, you could see it driving down the road. It was real big. X four twelve, and X four twelve says, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven. That has been given among men by which we must be saved. Yeah. So there is no Yeshua. Yeshua is actually the, the Hebrew there. There is no salvation, Yeshua, mm-hmm. you know, 
by except by Yeshua. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really almost a play on words in the Hebrew because mm-hmm. Jesus is salvation. Yeah. And I just love it. And there's no one else. No. There's no one else. There isn't. Yeah. There is one way. So yeah. I want to surprise you, Paula, if that's okay. Oh, sure. Um, I want to read a story. Okay. And to just kind of sum up what we talk about in salvation and our sins. I want you listeners, I want you to get this. I I hope you feel what I'm reading and and it it just makes sense to you about um, who Jesus really is, what his name really means. When you just say it, Mm. you should understand what Jesus means. And this is why you should cringe when Jesus's name is used as a curse word. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so... Yeah, it's so amazing how you'll never hear somebody use Muhammad as a curse word. Mm. You don't use them here, Krishna or, you know, Shiva or what. Yeah, Yeah. some other boot. Yeah. But why do we use Jesus's name as a curse word, right? Because Satan has planted evil in our hearts Mm. and then in our minds. But it's a sacred name. Yeah. And I just love this story because it paints a great picture of what salvation and what the Savior has done. Mm. So bear with me, honey. I'm going to read it. I'm in it. A religion professor named Dr. Christensen taught a required survey of Christianity course at a small college. Every freshman was required to take the course regardless of his or her major. Although he tried hard to communicate the gospel, students viewed the class as nothing more than a waste of time. One particular year, Dr. Christensen had a student named Steve. Steve was the center of the college football team and was also a strong Christian who intended on going to seminary one day. Dr. Christensen had an idea, and he asked Steve to stay after class. How many push-ups can you do, he asked. Steve said, I do 200 every night. The professor asked Steve if he could do 300. I've never done 300 before, Steve said, but I think I can do it. Good, the professor said, and he proceeded to tell this plan to Steve. Friday came, and Steve got to class early. Dr. Christensen came in and there went with a large box of fluffy cream-filled donuts. The class was excited. It was Friday, the last class of the day, and they could start their weekend early. Dr. Christensen went to the first girl in the front row and asked, Cynthia, would you like a donut? <laughs> yes, she said. Dr. Christensen turned to Steve and asked, Steve, would you do 10 push-ups so that Cynthia can have a donut? Sure. Steve jumped down and got out out of his desk and counted off 10 push-ups. Dr. Christensen laid the donut on Cynthia's desk. Joe was next. He asked Joe the same question and Joe said yes. Steve did 10 more push-ups and the professor laid the donut on Joe's desk. And so it went all the way down the first row and halfway down the second row until it came to Scott. He was a basketball player and a friendly and friendly to female companionship. Scott replied to the professor's question by saying, I want the donut if I can do my own push-ups. Dr. Christensen said, no, Steve has to do the, no, Steve has to do the push-ups. Then Scott said, well, I don't want one if I can't do my own. Dr. Christensen turned around and asked Steve, would you do 10 push-ups so Scott can have a donut he doesn't want? Scott said, hey, I said, I didn't want that one. I didn't want one. Dr. Christensen looked, said, look, this is my classroom, my class, my desks, and these are my donuts. Just leave it on the desk if you don't want it. And he put the donut on Scott's desk. Steve had begun to slow down a little when sweat had begun to form on his cheek. Dr. Christensen started down the third row. Students were beginning to get a little angry. Dr. Christensen asked Jenny, Jenny, do you want a donut? Sternly, Jenny said, no. And Dr. Christensen asked, Steve, would you do 10 more push-ups so Jenny can have a donut that she doesn't want? 
Steve did those 10 push-ups, and Jenny got a donut. By now, a sense of uneasiness had filled the room. The students were all beginning to say no. There were uneaten donuts on every desk. Steve was, not putting forth a, was now putting forth a lot of extra effort to get the push-ups done. A small pool of sweat was on the floor. His face was red, and you could see the sweat soaking through his shirt. Dr. Christensen asked Robert, the most vocal unbeliever in class, to watch to make sure did the, Steve did the full 10. Dr. Christensen started down the fourth row. Students from other classes had come in and were sitting along the side of the room watching on. When the professor saw them, he counted and saw that there were now 34 people in the room. He was worried about Steve. Could he do that many push-ups? Jason, a recent transfer student, didn't know what was going on and came in to see. The class yelled, go away, don't come in. Steve picked up his head and said, let him come in. Jason was asked and he said, yes. Steve, will you do 10 push-ups so Jason can have a donut? Steve did 10 push-ups very, slow, very slowly and with great struggle. Jason, confused, was handed a donut and he sat down. Dr. Christensen had then finished the fourth row and began to do the, visit, do the visitors. Steve's arms were shaking uncontrollably with each push-up. By this time, sweat was pouring off the, his face and arms. The very last two students were cheerleaders. Linda, do you want a donut? Linda cried and said, no, thank you. Professor turned to Steve. Steve, would you do 10 push-ups so Linda can have a donut she doesn't want? Grunting through the effort, Steve did 10 push-ups very, very slow. The last girl was Susan. Susan, would you like a donut? Susan was full of tears and did not answer. Steve, would you do 10 push-ups so Susan can have a donut? Susan asked, Dr. Christensen, why can't I help him? Dr. Christensen had tears in his eyes also and replied, I had given him this task and he is in charge of seeing that everyone has an opportunity for a donut, whether they want it or not. When I decided to have a party, I looked at the grade book and found that Steve was the only person with a perfect grade. All of you had failed a test, skipped a class, or turned in inferior work. Steve told me that in football practice, when a player messes up, he must do push-ups. I told Steve that none of you could come to my party unless he paid the price by doing your push-ups. He and I had made a deal for your sakes. Steve slowly got up off the floor. He had done 350 push-ups. His arms buckled beneath him as he started to get up. Two students helped Steve up off the floor into a seat, physically exhausted but wearing a thin smile. Well done, good and faithful servant, said the professor. Not all sermons are preached in words. Turning to the class, the professor said, My wish is that you may fully comprehend all the riches of grace and mercy that have been given to you through the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God did not spare his only son, but gave him up for us all. Whether or not we accept his gift is our choice. The price has been paid. Would you be so foolish and ungrateful to leave it lying on the desk?